It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Houston Astros. If it's high enough, it is! A home run! It's Springer! We knew it was going to be tough. These guys are really tough to put away. Curiel in the second, a two-run double. Two great teams going at it. Astros. No fear. Take it back. Take it back, back, boys! Nationals. Everybody on their feet here. This is what we fight for. This team has no quit. The World Series. Game 2. We hung a banner two years ago. We want to hang another one for these group of fans. Official pregame show of Houston Astros Playoff Baseball. Brought to you by Houston Methodist. Leading medicine by Gallery Furniture. By Daniels Jewelers. And by Waste Management. Three, two, one. Here they come. Lift off. Now to the Astros broadcast booth. Astros! Here's Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros take on the Washington Nationals in Game 2 of the World Series. Nationals took Game 1 yesterday, 5-4. to four. George Springer, two hits, a home run and a double, drove into. Yuli Gurriel had a two-run double as part of a two-for-five game. But the Nationals have a one-game-and-an-un lead in this best-of-seven World Series. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup, and it's brought to you by Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, yesterday it was Cole and Scherzer and today another outstanding pitching matchup with Justin Verlander getting the ball for the Astros and Verlander has been very good for the Astros this postseason and he needs four more strikeouts to become the first pitcher ever with 200 career strikeouts in the postseason. Yeah, cool stuff. And we talk a lot about milestones when you're talking about Justin Verlander. And for good reason. His postseason numbers have been fantastic. One number has eluded Justin Verlander in the postseason. Still does not have a World Series win, though he's pitched very well on a couple of occasions for the Astros, certainly in 2017, but did not get a win in five starts so far uh, in the illustrious career for, for Verlander. So it would be a perfect night for him to get his first win. Uh, the Astros desperately need to get a, a win to tie this series going to D.C. in a couple of days. So a big one, and you got your horse out there. Certainly do, and the Nationals pitcher tonight's no slouch either. That would be Steven Strasburg, who has been outstanding throughout his big league career, and this year was was fully healthy, was able to throw over 200 innings. As a a matter of fact, led the National League in innings pitched this year, and he's coming off a really strong start in Game 3 of the NLCS against St. Louis when he allowed just an unearned run over seven innings of work to get a win. Yeah, he's a dominant pitcher, and this number encapsulates what Strasburg's been able to do, of course, during this postseason, 33 strikeouts and just one walk. So that's not a power pitcher throwing things out there. I mean, he is a command pitcher, doesn't throw his fastball as much as he used to. Uh, he, he relies heavily on the curveball and the changeup. Uh, so I think for the Astros, look either on the outer third or the inner third, knowing that you're going to get a lot of soft stuff, especially early in the counts. Let's take a look at today's keys of the game, and they're brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers. And you know, it's been a, a story of the Astros' postseason uh, 
runners in scoring position. Had tons of opportunities in yesterday's ball game. Wound up stranding 11 runners. Were 3 for 12 with runners in scoring position in yesterday's ball game. The good news is they were able to give themselves lots of opportunities against the lead pitching. Were able to get Max Scherzer's pitch count up and got him out of the game after five innings, but need to, to capitalize on a few more of those. Yeah, that's the thing is, you know, while you're struggling, you begin to press more because people talk about it more and you know, you heard Alex Bregman after the game yesterday putting a lot of the blame on his shoulders. And, and so, you know, he's going to be pressing just a little bit. But it just takes one or two hits in, in big moments for this Astros team to, to kind of let everybody else relax. And, and we've seen it time and time again where the team uh, kind of goes into that lull offensively. Not very often, but they do from time to time. But, but uh, you know, right now it's at the point uh, where it, you, with that single game mentality, you got to make something happen. you you got to put yourselves in positions to, to get that big hit. And that's what the Astros looked like they were able to do yesterday is have really good long uh, extended at-bats against a, a really good pitcher in Scherzer. Uh, so maybe that's a, a sign of good things to come. I think also a sign of good things to come is what we saw from Jordan Alvarez. He had yep. a rough ALCS, but wound up reaching base three times in game one yesterday. A couple of hits, a walk. And that's certainly encouraging. Now flip-flop with Correa in the sixth spot tonight with Correa batting seventh. Yeah, what I, what, what I wanted to see out of Alvarez yesterday in, in the American League Championship Series, the Yankees kind of bullied him with fastballs. And he was late on a lot of fastballs and chased high fastballs and things of that nature because he was late. And I wanted to see if he was going to get his front foot down in time to, to be on time with fastballs, and he was yesterday. And I think that's a good sign for him so he can get that foot down, be on time for the fastball, but yet still keep his hands back if he might be fooled on an off-speed pitch. So I think he's in a good position right now. He's probably done some hard work in between these series. Astros looking to even this World Series at a game apiece. They can do that with a win in Game 2 today. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Brad Peacock, Astros pitcher who was originally drafted and made his big league debut with the Washington Nationals. Back after this. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Welcome back to Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks with the manager, A.J. Hinch, before Game 2 of the World Series. Let's touch a little bit, A.J., uh, on Game 1 because I think there's some positives you can take out, out of Game 1, including Yuli Gurriel, the, the two-run double in the first inning. Scherzer challenging Gurriel, and Gurriel's ready for it always. He's always ready for it, and, and what's amazing about it is is the pitches that he can get to, the high fastball, the the um, just the intensity of the moment. Yuli never overswings. He doesn't really get caught off guard. He's ready for everything. We've seen him be a really good bad ball hitter, and and that was no exception. When you're trying to beat Scherzer to the spot, and and he's out there, you know, grunting and 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 frothing at the mouth. Ariel curls that bat over his helmet as he waits. Here's the one-two, and Yuli lines this one deep to left center. Going back is Soto. Still going back. Looking up. That is off the wall. 
Springer scores. Altuve scores. Gurriel in the second, a two-run double. Two to nothing Astros. And that's how the Astros get their scoring started in the fall classic. That's how Gurriel uncoils. Tried to run the fastball inside, man. He is so fast in there. Continues to drive in big runs for Houston all year long. I mean, you can't overswing, and Yuli put a nice swing on it and gave us a nice lead. Is it fair, and I think we probably use the term a little bit too much, uh, say guy's a superstar, but George Springer with what he's done in the World mm-hmm. Series, uh, five consecutive games with the home run, is he a superstar? Yeah, oh, he's absolutely a superstar, and, and you know, he's a big-time performer at, at big moments. You know, I joked with him in the dugout. I was like, hey, man, we got to play in the World Series more often. You're like, <laughs> you're like the best player in the World Series ever, and, and he's – he kind of laughed, and he's like, well, game ones aren't usually my thing. And then he goes up and homers, you know. This is blasted left center. That ball's got a chance. If it's high enough, it is. A home run Springer. And now it's Nationals 5, Astros 3. Eight hits this postseason. Three of them have left the yard. Um, it, it's it's fun to watch him burst onto the scene and, and certainly, you know, one of the most talented players in the big leagues. Was it gratifying for you to hand the ball to, to Joe Smith? Uh, mm. 782 games in his career. That's his first World Series. Yeah, that's incredible, isn't yeah. it? And, and obviously it just shows, you know, hopefully our younger players that are here for the first time, like, this isn't how it normally is. Right. You don't you don't just get to roll right into the World Series. But Joe Smith has endured a lot. He's played on a lot of teams. He's been on a lot of good teams. It's hard to get to the World Series. The one the one team that he was on that got to the World Series, he was traded over to the Cubs, wasn't active. Um, so very gratifying for me to see him not only participate, but also have a really, really good clean inning and, and, and kept us in line to, to potentially win the game. Well, Kyle Tucker got to the World Series a little mm-hmm. quicker. Uh, he got his first hit in, in postseason play. And that's lifted in the center field. That's going to get down in front of Robles, a base hit for Tucker. And the Astros will bring the tying run of the plate with nobody out in the eighth. How about that adjustment by Kyle Tucker using that top hand to get on top of that high fastball? That was gorgeous. It was a good swing, man. It was another high fastball he made a nice adjustment yeah and I told him before the series I think this is going to be an important series for him to have these one at bats and get pinch hits we go to the National League Park after today's game for three games and you can see him getting getting quite a bit of action and being a big big pinch hit opportunity they only have really one lefty in Doolittle uh, going moving forward for the next couple games until Corbin starts okay um, and even that is sort of a, a platoon neutral guy so Tuck's going to get some at bats he's a He's important for us, um, you know. Certainly, as a, a factor on the base on the base running side of things. I'm not sure if he'll get a start or not, but getting that first hit in his first World Series at bat's got to be pretty cool. Jordan Alvarez had some good swings yesterday, mm-hmm. a couple of knocks and a walk, so he reached three times. Uh, seeing some better swings. Yeah, it's just some better adjustment, more some better takes. You know, I think he's okay. um, being disciplined in his first at bat. Drawing the walk was key, and they tried to get him to chase, and and Scherzer was dancing around the strike zone a little bit. He had a long at bat, nice nice battle to draw the walk, and I think that eased a little bit of his anxiousness. Comes back up, hits a bullet, has another base hit later uh, as well, and, and, and although he... He he did punch out with the with the in the bigot bat um, against Daniel Hudson. It's I think his swings were on time. I think his balance and demeanor was much improved, and and maybe that sign of things to come. And overall, just a lot of long at bats. You got Scherzer mm-hmm. out of there. He had over 110 pitches in just five mm-hmm. innings of work. Just overall. Really good, intensive bats. You, you gotta love that. Yeah, well, maybe our best. I mean, it was maybe our best and uh, in, in, in most thorough postseason. Uh, postseason approach that we've had. And that, you know, again, we lost the game, which is all that really matters. You gotta win the game. But 
I did like the fact that we put a plan in place. Um, we we executed it. We got we got Scherzer out of the game. We had him under a lot of pressure and a lot of duress. We didn't get quite the big hit. Yuli did get the two out hit to give us the two nothing lead, and we had some quality at bats that didn't result in hits later in the game with runners in scoring position. But um, I did love the fact that we that we. We executed exactly what we wanted to, just didn't quite have the knockout punch. I love the fact that you used Will Harris. Harris set at the belt, delivers. Swing and a miss. Couldn't hold up on the curveball. Tried to, but went around, and the inning is over. So Harris works around the single and the steal, and we go to the bottom of the eighth. In game one of the World Series, Nationals five, Astros three. You usually don't use him when your team's trailing, but the game was close and you felt like it was gettable. You use Will Harris in there because you have a ton of confidence. A ton of confidence. We're middle of the order, a ton of confidence. He's, you know, I give ourselves a chance to, to score. One of the things that we've wanted to exploit is the difficulty their bullpens had finishing games. And we, we really did put ourselves in a position in the seventh and eighth inning to, to make it interesting to get, we had, we had tying and winning runs factoring in those last couple innings Doolittle had his way with us in the ninth inning so I I think giving us that opportunity with Will um, was the least I could do for our team. Verlander's pitching tonight and one of the most impressive things and I know you appreciated that he was able to throw six shutout innings after a rough first was the adjustment he made and, and he realized his slider wasn't as, as sharp as usual and he found his change up. He did and he's going to need all of those pitches here you know this is this is a very pesky team and I don't say that to say they have a ton of power they can uh, we saw that with Soto yesterday we yeah. saw it with Zimmerman to dead center so they they do some damage but they they are tough to strike out you can't pitch them the same way every single at bat a hole can open up um, one at bat and close the next we saw that with Soto in the high fastball so I I think his his creativity is going to be tested tonight and and certainly all three pitches working would be ideal for him to be able to navigate the game and Steven Strasburg is going to be a, a tough challenge tonight he's got one of the best change ups in baseball the slider he doesn't use his fastball as much as he used yeah. to does he no he's he, he's kind of the the prototypical 2019 pitcher that it kind of spots his fastball and uses his secondary pitches as his primary pitches, but despite the fact that he throws uh, pretty hard and he's got really wipe out secondary stuff and, and um, he showcases them at a pretty even percentile. So we're gonna ha we're gonna have to pick a pitch, um, you know, and, and not not chase like we did last night. We can make it tough on him. All right, AJ. Good luck tonight. Thanks, Brian. Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. Astro Line. Astro Line. Astro Line, the official off-season hot stove show for your Houston Astros. I love that all the Astro fans are here with your favorite Astros and Major League stars. One of the best relievers in baseball, Will Harris. Todd Kellis, Jeff Blum, Jeff Luno in the house tonight. One of my favorite players on the team is Josh Reddick. Astro Line, presented by Carbine Brewing Company, live from Pluckers at 1400 Shepherd drive in Houston this fall right here on the Houston Astros radio network. Peacock made three appearances after coming off the injured list missed a month with a shoulder issue second time he was on the injured list with a, a shoulder issue this year ended up understanding that that was a little nerve issue in his neck and then it cleared up when they got that taken care of. The 0-2 and that is at the knees for strike three. Judge goes down looking, and Peacock has a 1-2-3 inning. And on the mound as the opener for the Astros in this game is right-hander Brad Peacock. Peacock making his second appearance of the postseason. First three hitters in the Yankees lineup, all right-handed. Now the 0-2. Swing and a foul tip into the glove of Maldonado. Three straight fastballs, and that's all for LeMahieu. One out. Went away twice, and then came with a two-seamer low and in. 
And Peacock just have found a hole in LeMayhew's swing. Perfect pitch. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Brad Peacock. And uh, you had an interesting sequence the last two games of the ALCS. You finished game five and then were the opener uh, in the bullpen game in, in game six. I know, first of all, it had to feel good just to, to get out there for the first time this postseason. Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, I'm kind of glad I got in that, that game in New York, you know, uh, get my feet wet and get all the nerves out and felt great coming in at the start so that game starting game six obviously a chance to clinch try to avoid a game seven uh it seemed like you were really calm in the moment especially getting through that first inning what was kind of going through your mind what were your emotions like the first inning into that second inning yeah just just try to attack the guys man um you know they got a great team and i feel like they feed off guys that fall behind them and I was trying to throw strikes, quality strikes, and just get ahead and, you know, try to keep them on their toes. Do you think your background as a starting pitcher helped you as an opener in that game, even though you knew you weren't going as long as you would, obviously, if you if it was a regular start? Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, I was able to prepare like I was a starter and, you know, get some long toss in before the game and felt great going into it, yep. Astros, of course, playing the Nationals in the World Series. You were originally drafted by the Nationals in a 41st round back in 2006. So long ago, you was you still had the draft and follow rules where you got drafted out of junior college and played a year and then got signed the, the, the following year. Uh, going back to that year, and I know you hadn't pitched a whole lot at that point. Did you know the Nationals, other teams, were interested in drafting you at, at, at junior college? Uh, I got drafted out of high school. Mm-hmm. And then I was drafted to follow. I went to junior college one year. So, uh, you know, I was kind of surprised I even got drafted out of high school. I only threw, I don't know, eight, eight to 15 innings. I don't even know how much it was. But, uh, you know, I came in straight from third base to close out some games and ended up having a good arm and, you know, started throwing some, uh, you know, 90s off the mound. And uh, someone saw me and pretty cool, man. Just drafted me and, uh, you know, uh, didn't know – how I'd move up through the system, but you know they gave me all the opportunity in the world over there, and can't thank them enough for that. Yeah. Did you when you got drafted, or when you were about to get drafted, and you, it was as a pitcher? Were you surprised at all? Was it something that was? Did you even think of yourself as a pitcher at that point? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, no, I couldn't hit, so you know I had to do something to move move on, and uh, that was pitching. So. Try to learn how to pitch pretty quickly. Uh, started off a little rough in junior college, my junior college season, but uh, finished finished the year strong. You made your big league debut at the Nationals in, in 2011. Uh, won your first two big league starts. Didn't give up a run in, in either of those outings in September of that year. Uh, what do you remember about just that time, just finding out you're going to be in the big leagues and, and getting the opportunity to, to be a starter in the big leagues at, at the end of that season? It was crazy, man. Um, I had one. Uh, my, I made my debut out of the bullpen against right. the Dodgers, and I didn't know if I was going to get a starter or not. But uh, you know, they told me you're starting against uh, against the Mets. I was like, well, let's go. <laughs> Sounds good, man. And uh, yeah, I just remember. Actually, talking to Pudge. Pudge was on my team. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he goes, "Make sure you pitch inside." So uh, that stuck with me for for a while, and uh, you know, I, I made sure I threw inside with confidence, and you know, I did pretty well those two starts there. So Pudge was your catcher for your your first two starts? No, he was not. Um, 
he just you know pulled me aside one one time, which was awesome. You know, uh, I like Pudge calling you aside <laughs> and talk. I, I I'm not much of a talker, so I you know I just kept my mouth shut until you know someone talked to me, and uh, he came up to me and you know gave me some uh, some good info there. What do you remember about finding out you were going to the big leagues? Did you have an idea that you might be a September call-up that year? Yes, I, I was having a pretty pretty good year. And I don't know, just talks of the coaches. And and I remember Randy Nord calling me in, into the office and saying, you know, uh, you're going to the big leagues. And, you know, that was it. And then I just couldn't keep a smile on my face for until I got to that clubhouse to say that. Yep. Well, that's pretty cool. And still in the big leagues. Glad you're with us. Brad Peacock, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Every pitch. Swing and a miss. Ten strikeouts for Cole. Every inning. And Cole dances back to the dugout. Of every game. See you later! See you later! Back to back, Jack! October baseball. Everybody's got to come to our house to get to the World Series. Exclusively on the Houston Astros. Now the crowd's getting frisky. Radio Network.